0: And they have done just that, retired confidently. If you're willing to go with me, I can tell you how. It's story time. Let's go. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for joining me. I'm excited to visit with you today. I have a couple stories to share with you. The first one I'm going to share with you because I was thinking about it the whole time that I had this conversation which is the second story that I will share with you. The first one's pretty funny. I had a great conversation, super fun and funny conversation with one of my clients whose brother, let's call my client uh, Dan and his brother Rob. So uh, brother Rob buys an RV in Oklahoma City and talks Dan into flying back there with him to pick it up and drive it home. Their spouses drop them off at the, uh, Las Vegas Airport after a couple hour drive. I forget what time they actually they they dropped them off in St. George and they took the shuttle down to the Las Vegas airport. So they they start their day at like 1 a.m. Get to Vegas, fly to Oklahoma City, uh, get a cab or an Uber, uh, go to purchase this place. And at that point, they're like, What are we doing? Like, we're running all cylinders here, we're hungry. They look across the street and there's a Denny's there. And they're starting to get warning signals for a tornado coming through. And they're like, well, we better go eat while we have a chance here before we, before we have to hunker down. And he was telling me, this is a funny part of the story, that, that in Utah, we don't deal with, with tornadoes. And they were kind of in a, this was like a, a repair place for RVs where they were, they were picking it up. And the guy that was checking it over, making sure it was in good shape was down uh, in a pit where you had to drive the RV on basically 18 inch wide planks across this pit. And so that was sketchy in and of itself. And then the guy's checking it over, making sure it's good. And my client's alarm or phone just keeps going off and he keeps looking at it. And there's all these tornado warnings and he's thinking, buddy, if if I start hearing something happen, I'm crawling down there with the mechanic in that pit. I don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to get out, but I'm going right down in there with him. And so, and, and then they start thinking, geez, man, if something actually happens, we're hungry. We've been at this here and we're on a mission to get this thing and start heading back because they had a few hours to drive before the hotel that they had booked. So, they see Denny's across the street. They run over to Denny's, sit down, and uh, my client, Dan, goes, you know what, Let's. I'll just have the, the chicken fingers. And the, the nice waitress tells him, you know what, I'm sorry, we're, we're all out of chicken products. And he goes, so he looks at the man, oh, okay, how, how about the, the Cajun skillet? And she says, no, that's, I'm sorry, that's, we're all out of chicken products. That's a Cajun chicken skillet and he goes oh all right well just how about chicken fried steak and she she goes sir i am sorry but we are all out of chicken for or we are all out of chicken products <laughs> i think she was just maybe you know unnerved they got all the tornado size going on Says, so i'm sorry and so he looks up at her and he's like I wasn't going to complain. And so I go, he, Dan says, uh, would, how about an omelet then? And then Dan's brother, Rob, like, Dan, she told you there's no chicken products. And the lady goes, oh, no, that's fine. I'll get you, I'll get you an omelet. <laughs> so it was good, it was a funny story. We were just laughing about how I, I'm certain that that waitress knew that chicken fried steak was not chicken, but there was. Just a, a miscommunication happening there that, uh, that made for a funny story, but really reflects how so often just kind of something we have in our mind, it sticks there even when potentially it's not accurate, which leads me to the second story. Had a, a conversation. This one was not as fun or funny by any means uh, with one of my clients. Her husband uh, passed away last year and we've been working through in their situation a lot of moving parts associated with that and we love her to to bits and we love the fact that we can help navigate all of that in some way to make it easy but man it's just often it's just not as easy as we want to make it for them but in this case one of the Items on our action item list is that not right now, but at some point in the future, she really wants to sell the home. She wants to downsize the home. It's a beautiful, beautiful home. Her husband designed it, built it, some of it themselves, but obviously they oversaw the whole construction of that. And um, owner did an owner build on it, and and so she loves it. But at the same time, it's not what she's going to want to be in for years and years to come, and. I had wanted to visit with her about the rules around when you sell a home that has appreciated some of the tax implications uh, regarding that. And she had made the comment that she's like, well, I'm just glad that when you sell your home, you just don't have to pay taxes on those gains. And that is a, a miscommunication that people have heard and they've heard it repeated often enough that they just kind of think that that's the reality of of the situation. And there's a little bit more to it than that, that I want to explain it just as clearly and and cleanly as possible so that you will understand how that works. When it comes to what's called the personal residence exemption, it does not mean that no matter how much gains you have on the sale of your home, that you do not have to pay taxes on it there's a couple different rules the first rule is that if you are single then you can exclude up to 250,000 of those gains and the funds on top of that are going to be capital appreciation probably long-term capital gains unless you well you would have had to hold it for more than a year to exclude the 250000 So these would be long-term capital gains and that you have to pay taxes on. If you're married filing jointly, then that number doubles. So it goes to 500000 And so in this situation where she's looking at me going, I have heard for years you don't have to pay taxes on your home. I need this money to turn around and buy another home, one that's going to be suitable for my situation for years to come. And the answer is I I know, I understand that. Let's dial in exactly the best way to accomplish that. But the way the tax code is right now two hundred and fifty thousand if you're single. In this particular situation is you have two years after the date of death to get the full five hundred thousand, which is a bit of a I wanna call it a sticky um, tax rule to put a widow or widower in a situation where they built this home together. They've stayed in a long time. It's appreciated probably at least 500, maybe more. And now they, they have to make a time crunch decision to say, I have to be out of this place in two years. Like, can you give me three? Can you give me five to, to, to figure it out? In this case, the tax code says, no, you have two years to to sell in order to to get that personal resident exemption, just as maybe a a piece of information without going to too much detail, there is what's called a, a step up in basis that they work a little bit differently from state to state, whether you're in a community property state or or not, but that basis calculation could end up helping you if you are in the situation where uh, you've lost a, a spouse and you own the, the home together. So just, just put that in the back of your mind that, oh, I need to find out about a potential step-up in basis that could help mitigate some of the, the capital gains. But in the plain vanilla personal residence exclusion, the rule is 250,000 single, 500,000 married filing jointly, and you ha- need to have owned and use that home as your main home, as your personal residence, for at least two years out of the five years leading up to the sale of your home. And those two years actually can be aggregated. So you might have lived in it for one year and, and gone somewhere, to, you know, maybe did in the last five years. Maybe you lived in it one year, you served a... Um, went on a a service trip for a year or or two years, came back, lived it in another year. So that that aggregates two right there. And then you were were gone again, living someplace else. And then you come back and you sell it. And all within five years, you lived in it for an aggregate of two years and described it as your personal residence, very likely claimed it tax-wise that way. As your personal residence, two of the last five years, then that's how you get the 250 or 500,000 excluded games. So I just, this whole time I kept thinking about, like somewhere along the lines, nobody had, had explained to, to that poor waitress, chicken fried steak is not chicken, or maybe she had heard someplace, or maybe she was just a little confused and all of that's okay and acceptable. Uh, When it comes to understand the personal residence exemption, I wanted to make sure that none of my listeners were confused or, or out of line there. Even though that's not great news, it's better to know the news and understand that and start to plan accordingly. Hey, thanks for joining me this week. Have a great one. Hey folks, one last thing, if you have not checked out the Retire Confidently program recently, you really need to, we have drastically changed the cost associated with that program. So to go to teltonhall.com forward slash program and then click sign up and then put in the discount code podcast, podcast, all caps, you are gonna be blown away. At the price that you'll pay for a program that could massively change your retirement outlook, your confidence towards your retirement, and make thousands, ten thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement. Don't miss this. Take advantage of it right now. TeltonHall.com forward slash program. Click sign up. Use the discount code PODCAST in all caps. And for the price of, I mean, the less than a pair of basketball shoes, less than a really nice dinner out, you can get access to a program where we've seriously tried to give you every tip, every trick, every piece of education, every strategy that we can to turn any angst you have about retirement into confidence towards your retirement. Check it out. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. I am super excited for you. Your future retired self is ecstatic for you.